Hello my lovelies, it's me Ned Natter with the unpasteurised, unfiltered Ned Natter show, ready to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on my Florida farm, but first up, it's great to be here again with you. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages, it's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs, oh no, I might have a bit of odd news though, but uh, you don't want me repeating everything you've already seen there, do you? I'm here to give you a break from it all, a good laugh, even if it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> remember, you can always listen to me shows again at nednatter.com, yep, that's nednatter.com, find all my shows there. Yep, okay, well, put everything down, no I mean you two, come on, it's time for the Dead Nat Show, and you can't miss this. Here on the farm, what with spring springing up everywhere, the wife Elsie's decided to lose weight again. Oh dear, yep, it's a seasonal tradition with her. Yeah, see, she sees all those ads, you know, for the bikinis, swimsuits. Well, I'll spare you the gory details here, but um, why? Well, she always picks out the ones that have the floral patterns on them, you know, like a pair of old drapes, yep. So she ends up looking like an acre of shrubbery. (laughs) Anyway, someone she found online has recommended a new diet. One of them, you know, usual experts, I expect, you know. Eh, I suppose like a really bad soap opera, isn't it? Another year, a new diet fad. Oh, well... You've heard of the South Beach diet, ain't you? Yep. Even that volumetric diet? Well, with Elsie, you'd be close on the volume part. Yep, she's opted for this new one. It's called the Panama Canal diet. <laughs> mm. Actually, it's like the original Suez Canal diet, only the Panama Canal starts with the colon. <laughs> yep, get an atlas to check me on that one if you're not sure. Anyway. You want to know why she chose that diet? Well, it's really quite simple, you know. See, it's specially designed to accommodate very large things that prefer to take shortcuts. <laughs> yep, rather than the long way round. That's our Elsie in one line. <laughs> On the other hand, Elsie told me how my show should have recipes. <sighs> Be going back on the diet a bit there, but you know. Folks, she said, like cooking ideas. Mm, yep, she thinks everyone's like her. You know, don't never think about anything else but food. Yep. <laughs> right now, I'm still thinking about it. No, no, not the food. The idea of uh, her recipes. Mm. Why? Well, let me give you some idea of how she cooks and eats. You know, if I have to. A typical meal is pizza, french fries, gravy, chips and ice cream. Yep. Not exactly what you call uh, health food, yeah, but uh, that's not what I have the problem with, is it? Nope. See, I suppose, in a way, I've got used to it, you know, it, but it's the fact that she puts it all on the same plate. <laughs> she never cleans the old microwave up either. No, only her cooking, her, you know, it's her cooking utensil of choice, that is, you know. <laughs> she says it improves the flavour of the food. Well, maybe that's a good excuse for an old teapot or coffee pot, maybe, you know. But not an oven. After a month or so, you know, of continuous use, the only way to clean the thing is with a jackhammer. So she just buys a new one. Yeah, it's just I'm not sure if you're really ready for recipe ideas. I mean, 
take this one for example ice cream french fries and cheddar cheese surprise mm. not the kind of surprise i had in mind anyway i suppose it's like uh, potluck without the luck oh dear <laughs> staying on the family front though me mother old nan's getting by with some online gaming for now mm. yep one prepaid visa card at a time she reckons if she can't travel she's gonna get her poker needs on the internet oh dear see i'm not too sure about gambling like that you know but it's her money and if she blows a lot it's her problem not mine at all it might be the last we hear of her winning streak though and get and any of them gambling plans will it you know if she loses everything mind you i did get worried when she got her hands on this old gambling book called Beat the Dealer. Well, old Nan, you know what I'll just say, she got it wrong. Well, the wrong end of the stick, more like. See, she was ready to take the title, literally. That's right, not the wrong end of the stick at all. <laughs> just the stick. <laughs> oh dear. On the other hand, once again, the online experience becoming a bit of an obsession with her. Mm. She uses a, a QWERTY password to start with. Q W E R T Y QWERTY. <laughs> Great for people who want to take advantage, but uh, you know, that one works even when she's drunk. <laughs> Added to that, she's kind of found an octogenarian math professor to teach her card counting techniques. Yep, and even go on a gambling vacation with her. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose it could be the start of uh, what you, I wouldn't say perfect, you know, maybe more realistic relationship, friendship. Hmm. Besides, he's still 15 years younger than the old crow. From the 60 year age gap she usually prefers. Added to that, her favourite skinny FedEx driver, you know, the one that's been bringing her booze to the house, has been fired. Yep, and the new driver, he's about £450. On a good day. Yep, difficult to overpower, even if he is drunk. <laughs> As you know, away from the lotto, I don't gamble like Nan, so I've decided to hang on to me hens for a bit longer. Not bet the farm on greens just yet. See, um, I've seen a lot of moths, a lot of caterpillars recently. It could be showing up soon, I reckon. You know, the butterflies have been here too. That's going to mean a daily battle. Yep. What's worse is with organic farming, you know, you've got to be sort of kind, don't you, to the kind of approach alongside nature, I suppose. At the moment, I'm thinking of sending me farmer and ding-dang and me camper tenants, Quint and Coagula, out to squish them one at a time. The caterpillars, that is. Yeah. <laughs> nice idea, but with 10,000 plants an acre, they'll be busy night and day. On the other hand, I might just use an organic friendly pesticide, you know, on the cabbages, not me farming and tenants. <laughs> See, I'm not having me greens looking like colanders. Mm. Or, on the other hand, showing up on the dirty dozen list. Oh no, no. Dirty eggs are bad enough, but you can easily wash them. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. I'm having me book reviews again on me show. Yep, I've got me hands on a few and I'm featuring them right here. 
Just remember though, I haven't got a star system like a bleeding hotel chain or an online store. Nope. Mine's nice and simple. Yep, you don't need to say it. Just like me, yeah. yeah very funny. <laughs> yeah, simple. Anyway, if the book's shite, it goes on me compost heap. Sometimes, if it's really bad, I've had to burn it. The middle of the road books, though, you know, they go in me giveaway charity box. And the good or reasonable ones, I suppose, you know, they stay on the farm shelf, library, you know, library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. Yep, okay, well, me first book. Hmm? Bit of an odd one. It's called The World's Biggest Cabbages by Mo Nitrate. Hmm, obviously from the fertiliser family. <laughs> Sorry, an agricultural joke there. See, I picked it up. You know, thinking it might be helpful with my own cabbage growing. Only, I didn't read the back cover first, did I? No, no. It was no horticultural masterpiece at all. Oh no. It turned out to be adult fiction. Yep. Well, an horror story too. You know, see, see, it's about a farmer. Some, you know, become serial killer. Hmm. <laughs> well, I suppose the farmer bit was on topic. But this one buries his victims in a big field. Yep. Then to hide them away, you know, he plants his cabbages on top. Yep. He gets the biggest cabbages ever. Even wins prizes at an agricultural show three years in a row too. Ooh. Well, until the cops eventually catch him. No, no, not with the cabbages, but growing marijuana in a local cemetery. <laughs> you know, someone asked me what's wrong with planting it amongst his cabbages, but, you know, well, I suppose his mind was pretty unhinged anyway. So after that dope growing issue, his life unravels quickly. Well, pretty quick actually, yep. Oh dear, they dig up the cabbages and discover the kind of fertiliser he uses. Yep, three dozen corpses per acre. <laughs> Add to that, for some reason, nobody wants to eat them after. Oh, the cabbages I mean, you know. What a waste, eh? Well, it's an eye-opening story and you know, I might still keep it. Mm, well, for reference purposes, maybe, you know, or even therapy, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, when I'm having a bad day. <laughs> As I mentioned before, old Nan's been stocking up on system gambling books, right from card sharp tactics through to beaten slots. To be honest, I think the best way of beating the slot machines for her is the same as beating the dealer. Yep, with a baseball bat, sledgehammer. <laughs> It's easy, you know, you never lose again. No, no, why? Well, because they ban you from the casino for life. <laughs> Staying on the book subject, I decided to have a look at old Nan's latest one. It's called Sleight of Hand, My Poker Secrets by Ace Up My Sleeve. Hmm, I reckon that's a pseudonym, don't you? <laughs> anyway, I had a flick through, and oh dear, it looks like a book for cheats, all right. I mean, four chapters chat about where to hide cards and two chapters talk about sending someone else to cash in your winning chips. Trouble is, old Nan's really too old to go to jail, you know. <laughs> On the other end, I wouldn't have to listen to her for a few years. Mm. Mind you, I'm not that lucky, no. Yep, they'd probably send her home with an ankle bracelet and she'd annoy me even more. I'd have to keep her... Driving her places, you know, far enough away to guarantee they weren't looking for her. Yep, yeah, then locked her up instead. <laughs> well, so I'm digressing a bit there, aren't I? Yeah. Um, on the book front, though, sleight of hand, 
My Poker Secrets is not shite at all. It's a fascinating, but not for Nan, read. <laughs> it's just bleeding dangerous. So I think I'll hide this one someplace when the old bird's sleeping. <laughs> By the way, Quinton McCann Patent's new hobby. Yep, working on the farm is getting too stressful for him. Add to that, he's only sold four of his nude art books so far. And that means $4 profit, you know, not going to go very far, is it? <laughs> His partner Coagulates are natural with the baby plants here, though. And right now, I think they're going to hold back on painting and guitar lessons and start planning to live on me greens for the rest of the year. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Well, I have not done too many of my regular features on the show for a while now, but uh, that's all about to change. Oh yeah, I just hope it's for the better. <laughs> so yeah, I've dabbled with a few, but now I'm going to set me plans in stone for a while. Mm. So, to start off this time, you know, me cliche of the day is returning. And my interpretation of it is coming up first. So, here's the first one then. How about it takes two to tango? Hmm, what a ridiculous cliche. You know, after all, without the musicians there, no music. Hmm, so there's two dancers and the tango sextet. I make that eight, even with my basic math skills. <laughs> it takes eight to tango, eh? <laughs> Also, I haven't done me anomalies from around the world feature for a while, have I? So this time, me anomaly comes all the way from Scotland. Yep. It's an anomaly for, to folks outside Scotland, but not to the Scots themselves, of course. It's called haggis. Hmm. Sounds like old now. <laughs> Actually, it's a savoury pudding. So no custard here. Nope. And I hope you're not eating right now, though. See... For me, anyway, the ingredients need, uh, well, I'll just say a strong stomach. Anyway, you'll soon find out what I mean. <laughs> so, haggis is made from a sheep's heart, liver and lungs, minced with onion, oatmeal, spices and suet. <laughs> Sounds like one of Elsie's awful recipes again. <laughs> oh dear. Last but not least, all those ingredients are wrapped up in, yup the animal's stomach before cooking. That is disgusting! <laughs> and now the high note of me anomaly this time around. It's been illegal to import it into the US since 1971. <laughs> anyway, going back to, well, let's just say hideous things. You know, sorry Scotland, you know. You can like the people without eating their food, you know. Me farmer Dingo wants to have his little spot on me show. Yep, it does sound nasty, doesn't it? You know, <laughs> you don't want to hear him, so I'm going to relay his regular new spot. Hmm, he's got loads of them over his face anyway. Um, Ding Dang's Southern Quotes. Hmm, this time, it's madder than a wet end. <laughs> well, he should know, he's always shooting them with his hosepipe for fun. Me ends ate him, little things and little minds. Yep, that's Ding Dang. <laughs> Thinking of annoying people, although I've managed to block me brother Bucknatter's phone number, he started sending me emails. 
The latest is about the trials and tribulations of Pennsylvania hen farming and, of course, begging me for money. Mm. To be honest, there's nothing wrong with his ends at all. No, he's gone and blown a big chunk of his cash on the Kentucky Derby. Yep, it's his dream, you know, it's always 50 to 1 odds again. And that means a big loss. Yep, he gets his gambling obsession from his grandmother, of course. Yep, yep, who else? Old Nan. <laughs> then there's me long lost relative, Cromwell Felony Natter. You know, skip that to you. Yeah, he's probably betting too. Only from an unknown location. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. On the subject of nightmares, I'm still having these really weird dreams. But my most recent nightmare wasn't a dream at all. No, it's about the state of the earth. And while everyone was rattling on about Earth Day recently, I always think about it every day, you know. Yeah. Did you read about that Pacific garbage patch? Well, it's, it's a floating mass of trash, plastic mostly in the ocean. You know, it's now three times the size of France, or twice the size of Texas. Oh, how am I going to sell me boat through that? You know, when Florida is finally underwater, I'm only 40 feet above water now. <laughs> I visited me part-time in constant political commentating neighbours Stonewall Jackson farm. Rush, he's got something to say, and he's been more confident ever since he got that porter pot in his front yard. This time, he looked like he'd been warmed through under a grill, poor old mucker. Still, he went straight into his latest news. Yep. His people, as he calls them, are going to build their own private social media platform. From the ground up, he says, and host it somewhere where they can't be got at. Hmm. They're going to call it Squatter. <laughs> Squatter, yep. Oh dear. <laughs> Otherwise, he's his old self again now he's dumped his tenants. So I was waiting for the latest far-fetched second-hand news from the Reuters Centre when I visited. It's funny, really. I've been missing it. I've got a nice little feature each time now from Rush 2. You know, it's going to be called Rush's Tennessee Teasers. Yep. It's his own homegrown style of humour. Yep, and the first one he gave me is, well, it's on topic with Rush, let's put it that way. Yep, it's what do you call a cross between a man, a pony, a donkey and a sheep. Hmm? Any ideas? Well, that's right, he calls it a Democrat. Hmm. <laughs> I had to ask Rush how he thought that one up, and he reckons they tried to start off with a gallop, ended up slow like a donkey, and then follow each other around like a flock of sheep. Oh dear, Rush. Well, let's hope for something better next time, eh? <laughs> As you know, me swinging nudist neighbour old Fred has been fully engaged on checking out the swing states for old Rush. Yep. We hadn't seen him or old Lonnie as blind housemate for about two weeks since they headed off in Fred's faded 95 red Corvette. But, you know, they limped back yesterday. Oh dear, well, Fred looked stressed and the car looked half-wrecked. Mm. Apparently, old Lonnie had tried his hand at reversing the car out of hotel parking lot when Fred was checking out. <laughs> Concrete bollards and cars are not a good mix. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. 
My lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice, invited me over to a farm for fair trade coffee and vegan cake again. Well, I wandered over, and she's really happy to see me 30 acres of organic greens underway. So am I. She reckons I've got over four weeks to see them get off to a good start, you know, until Mercury goes into retrograde at the end of the month. (laughs) Yep, that's when Alice kind of keeps a low profile until everything gets back to normal. Well, normal? Well, here on Earth, Alice, you know, in Florida, that is. We've got bigger troubles than Mercury. Yep, end of May, early June is the start of the hurricane season. <laughs> That's definitely in retrograde for me. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here. This is Ned Nat's show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well, my lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages, questions and odd news items from my listeners, and I feature them here in my shows. They're still pouring in and I pick a few that catch me eye each time. And if I don't feature yours, remember, there's only one of me. Yeah, anyway, this time I've only got a couple. I've got it all here, though, on the Ned Nat Show. Right then, the first item comes from Victor in Venice Beach. In what me little commentator old Rush calls the recall state. Yeah, that's right, California. Victor's asking me about what I think about this thing he read about spiders making music with their webs. Hmm. It's been said to be harp-like. Well, hmm. I'd look at the article Victor sent me, and it's more about, well, I suppose, an interpretation of what it might sound like. So we don't get, you know, classical spiders, rocking spiders, and even rapping spiders. (laughs) Anyway, Vic, round here. I'm probably surrounded by the world's largest orchestra. Yep. I mean, there are webs on everything. Only I can't hear them. See them, yep, but not hear them. Me ends can see them on the ground too when they wander around. But they don't last long, you know. Uh, I don't know what kind of tune they play on the way up the end's beak, but I expect there's someone out there passing it off as music. <laughs> oh dear. My second item comes from Willie in Wilmington and he's read about this enormous hotel that floats on water and can be moved around too. So I said, don't you mean like a cruise ship, Willie, you know? I mean, they float around all year like cities on the water with thousands of people on board. You know, just the thought of it makes me seasick. But he says, no, 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 sent me a picture of this hotel they're building. You know, it's interesting too, like an enormous floating island. Hmm. Very impressive with all kinds of complicated, environmentally sensitive features. One is the thing rotates all day and generates its own electricity from the currents in the sea. Hmm. So I'll not only get seasick, Willie, I'll get dizzy too. <laughs> hmm. But then I was thinking, if you're a global warming fan... You know, in another 50 years, there'll be more than just hotels floating around here in Florida. Yep, everything will be floating. Yep, it'll be all fish and duck farming down here. <laughs> this is Ned Nutt here with the Ned Nutt Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednutt.com. Me dubious con man agent 50% hadn't lined me up for the new ad this week. Well, why? Because he's in court handling a big lawsuit, he says. You know, the worst part is it has to be something serious. You know, he won't tell me <laughs> what he's being sued for. 
Oh dear. Well, I wasn't expecting that, me lovelies, but I'm sure it's hardly 50% first trip to the courthouse. <laughs> I just hope he's on a winning streak. Well, unlike the rest of me family this week anyway. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show, and whichever way you dice it, the Ned Natter Show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember families are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down, gave some help on the farm. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. And without me, your Wednesday wouldn't be so much fun today. In the meantime, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com, along with them social media links. Come by and say hi. All my shows are on YouTube and Apple Podcasts too, so you can subscribe there too. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, and I hope you'll join me on the Ned Natter Show again. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive. Don't sweat that small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, my lovelies. <laughs>